songs were very sappy. But, you know, whatever. So basically what you're telling everyone is you discovered Taylor Swift, right? Pretty much. And <laughs> you're I, welcome. And you're all welcome. You are all welcome. <laughs> and now, coming to you from the K2 Studios in San Diego, California, it's the world-famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How you guys doing today? I am Chris. And I'm Christine. And welcome to episode 27 of the Chris and Christine Show. Do, 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 do. Fantastic. Like always, how you guys doing? The 27th episode. Can you believe it's been 27 episodes in, I know, the, in the can? I know. I can't believe it. Wow. That is awesome. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you guys for joining us today on this wonderful, wonderful Sunday in February Oh, gosh. It's not February anymore. It's March. <laughs> now it's actually March. Uh, February was yesterday. Yesterday was a leap year. It was the 29th day of February. Yeah, I always get a little thrown off with February because it's so short. It's like, I don't know. You start counting down the, the days to the next month, which normally it's like 28, 29, 30, or 31. But on this one, it's like 28, and surprise, you get a 29th, and now it's March, which means it's my birthday month. Da, 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 da. We're on the countdown. Countdown to Christine's birthday. My last birthday of my 30s. Wait, but you're not going to be 40 yet. Nope, it's my last birthday of my 30s. Was that a thing? For me, it is. I never heard Every birthday's that. a thing. Oh, We're really? going to celebrate my last 365 days of my 30s. Oh, of course we are. Yeah. So, by the way, you're probably going to stay that number forever. Nope. I don't mind turning 40 in another year and three weeks. It's not a problem for me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not a problem for me either. So, um, I'll, I can live with it. You know? <laughs> if I turn 40, I, I'd live with it, you know. Yeah, you're already 40 What? Plus. <laughs> what? No way. Who knew? I didn't know that. My goodness. You're so funny. I know. I, I think when you're a kid a certain age, you just kind of like don't even care anymore of your birthday, like your numbers and stuff, you know. I think when you're 21, 18, 21, maybe 25... And definitely 30, 30, yeah, 30, 30. Yeah, definitely 30 for sure. And, and 40. And definitely 40 and probably 50 and probably 60 and probably 100. And I'm not there yet. Almost. Almost. You're on your way. <laughs> I'm on my way. You know, the guys at work, they're saying, oh, you're still young. You're still you're still so young. And I say, dude, I'm like a few years younger than you. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, no, you're not. I'm like 60. Yeah, I'm still a few years younger than you. Well, you wear your age well. You don't look 40 plus i'm 40 plus no way who knew <laughs> or 40 minus <laughs> <laughs> fantastic so hey uh so what's been going on chris christine in the Kristen christine show world um uh, well let's see i was struck with on sunday night about of food poisoning <gasps> what i know i had some bad chicken we were out to dinner chris took us all out to a yeah. nice restaurant on Saturday. Yeah, so it was my fault. No, I was the only one that ordered chicken, so nobody else got sick. But Chris was like looking at his burger and he's like, Christine, I ordered medium, but it definitely wasn't so like it was. I've never seen a burger that red before. Yeah, when I looked at my burger, because I just got a cheeseburger and I ordered it medium. And I guess we order things medium. It means uh, pink in the su- inside. But this thing was like really, it really, was really pink. Really pink. Yeah, it was like literally like 
Like pink like mooing. <laughs> like mooing. <laughs> yes, I think it said moo when I when I got to the table. But I I ate it anyways. Like yeah, whatever. And I didn't really uh, pay attention to the pinkness until probably like a quarter of I like had a quarter left of my burger still to eat. So I was like, eh, well, whatever. They give me a whole new burger now. So I'll just finish it. So I just ate it, you know? Yeah, and I didn't think that anything of it when I got my chicken sandwich, it was a fried chicken sandwich, which I never really considered that it could be like cross-contaminated or anything because, you know, when you fry something, you'd think the bacteria is killed. It's but, fried. You just fry it up. Right. Sizzle. But you would think that the bacteria wouldn't be there. But silly me... I ended up, you know, I was not feeling great on Saturday. I'm not going to get into details at all. I'll just say that on Sunday evening, my stomach was a mess. And it took me (gasps) about three and a half days to come out from that funk. And then I think it wasn't until the end of the day on Wednesday when I started to eat fuller meals. But it was just bread and water for me all week. You're on that uh, brat diet. Yeah, the bratty diet. Mm -hmm. It's called, what is it, bread, rice, Applesauce. Applesauce. And... What's the T stand for? I don't know. <laughs> T must stand for... Uh, would it be tangerines, I don't think. No. no. And not tomatoes, but we'll not figure tomatoes. it out. It, it doesn't matter at this point in time. But yes, I was very much on a very basic diet. Um, but I did recover just in enough time to hop on an airplane to go work up in Sacramento on Thursday. Well, look at Christine. She flew first class on her <laughs> private jet. They fired that thing up off the runway. She, she takes a limo straight uh, from wherever she's at, <laughs> straight to the uh, airport. They just pulled her right up to the tarmac and they let her on. And they say, hey, uh, champagne today, Christine? And, <laughs> and she's, yes, chocolate covered strawberries <laughs> too. Yes, hand dipped by your chocolate waterfall. That's inside the plane, by the way, which if they do loops, it's kind of crazy how that works. They do this loop <laughs> thing. They fly the plane upside down. And then the chocolate sauce just pours over upside down onto the strawberries <laughs> as these beautiful, beautiful models hold them as they're fanning her with uh, fans and feeding her grapes. Okay, that's your dream, all not mine. <laughs> all the way to Sacramento. No. On the company government plane. No, no. But I did, you know, pulled up to the place where I was having the meeting and was right across from Capitol Courtyard. And I just had to like tip my hat and be like hello governor <laughs> hello hello governor i'm here for my meeting with the governor so how was the governor by the way uh he was fantastic um just joking i didn't meet him i was what? there for a presentation to the to the governor right no no to people from around the state but um it went really good and then I just came back that night, and so now I'm sure that a you A one-day trip yep. on an aeroplane? Up you know, and back. It's kind of crazy because most people go on airplanes, they pack luggage, and they pack like they get the carry-on or they uh, check it in the checker thing. What's it called? The checker thing? What's it called? The checker? Baggage? Baggage. That's they it. check their baggage? The check baggage. That's what it's called. <laughs> they check their baggage through the baggage claim or whatever it's called. And they go on an airplane, they go on a trip. You just took like your purse, right? Or your work bag. I have a little work backpack, a little coach backpack that I put my my laptop in. But that's a pretty consistent trip for me. I mean, I I do it pretty regularly up and back in one day. It's a very early morning. I did have to get up at 3.45. <gasps> and then I had to be at the airport by 5. Five in the morning. What yeah. time was your flight? What time did it actually take off the airport? Like, 6.20. They closed the doors at 6.05. Oh, wow. And you, uh, but you got back super late that day. Well, I landed at 745 at night. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 
I could have gone the night before and stayed. I just don't like being away from home and away from the family. Would they pay? Would they have paid you for a uh, overnight stay? Yeah, they would have. Well, hey, now. You know. But you have, well, the way that it works, because I do work in a government position, is you have to pay up front and then submit everything for reimbursement, which can take up to three oh, weeks. Oh, and if the government's having issues, I bet those del- those checks get super delayed. No, we never get delayed where I work, but it's still, you know, if it's not in the right time of your billing cycle for your credit card, you could end up accruing interest, oh, and then you right. end up having to pay for that difference, and right. it's just frustrating. Well, Sounds frustrating. Yeah, so I just don't. I try to limit the overnights that. Well, I have I'm to glad. Do. We are all glad that you are feeling much, much better. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so we've had a great weekend. We decided not to podcast last night because we wanted to actually enjoy some quality time on Leap Day. It was Leap Day yesterday, and um, so it was February 29th yesterday. Crazy to think about because that only happens every four years. And because it was Leap Day, we leaped over the podcast to do it today, right? Being, being the first of March. Absolutely, because you know, with things only happening once every four years, uh, we just we were a little superstitious about it. So instead, we watched the movie Leap Year, right, Chris? How fitting! It was awesome. I've never seen it. I'm not a person that likes to watch chick flicks or rom coms very often. Only with a girl. You will never find me. I don't think. <laughs> find me by myself watching a rom-com I, I just can't i just can't imagine doing it one i'm probably super busy so it's very rare that i'll be watching a movie anyways but if i did of all the million things to choose from personally i don't think i would watch a rom-com by myself but i love that christine loves them i do and so she asked me if you want to watch this movie with her because it was one of her faves and it was leap year and it was a leap year day or whatever it's called leap day leap mm-hmm. day and so i was like sure let's watch it why not let's put this on i'll try it. and i loved it you did love it and i'm not going to tell all the details of how i know that you loved it but let's just say i may have had to wipe a tear or two from chris's cheek what <laughs> I, I, okay okay so that's that's alleged <laughs> You know, so, but I loved it. It was great. We did that last night. I cooked on the barbecue. Mm -hmm. By the way, the weather was great yesterday. Today, not so much. Yeah, not so great. But yesterday, it was sunny and warm and a little windy, but I did the barbecue, fired that thing up, cooked some brats and some hot dogs, like a, just like a regular summer day. And it was fantastic. And then we wrapped it up with the movie and we are here ready for you. We have a great session, a great podcast ready for you with two amazing hot topics. And we are going to hop into those right after this. The Chris and Christine Show is now on Instagram at the K2 Show San Diego. Check out our latest pictures, videos, show teasers, and life updates on Instagram at the K2 Show San Diego. And now it's time for Hot Topics. Do, 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 do. Awesome. What you got today for us, baby? <laughs> well, it's been quite the week in Hot Topics, and we haven't touched on Hot Topics for a couple of weeks. So these are going to be fantastic. Hey, that's my line. You steal my line. I know. It's because they really are fantastic. So our first Hot Topic of the week, Chris, we are going to talk about something that is trending in media. Ooh, there's a lot of things trending in media. What you got? All right. So Taylor Swift came out with her. I've heard of her. I know. She came out with her new music video this week 
to her song called The Man. The Man? Yes. Oh, like her new boyfriend? Um, No. Actually, it is the lyrics of the song really talk about if she was a man, how oh. she would be viewed differently for her behavior. And it's been kind of her anthem in this new album that she came out with several months ago. Okay. But it this music video and exactly what happens in it is just blowing up the internet right now. Really? Why is that? Well, spoiler alert, Taylor disguises herself as a man and she walks through this music video as if she's a man. You don't really know that she's a man until the very end, but she is engaging in this very stereotypical male behavior that she's depicting in her song. And then at the end, you're able to see the construction of her going under like um, makeup. I don't even know what you call it. Complete transformation going from Taylor to this man. And people are like blown away that it was her. Yes, I was blown away too because Christine told me about it. And I, I watched the video and as I was watching the video. I'm like, okay, okay, I get the video. I get the message she's trying to say. Mm-hmm. But at very first moment i saw it i said because because a guy well okay the character called the man quote unquote he's the man he's the main character of the video he's got a uh, longer hair kind of fluffy and he's got a beard he's kind of scruffy right right Mm -hmm. and and he's wearing a suit and everything and he's looking pretty cool i'm thinking looking at it i'm like that kind of looks like taylor swift a little bit and i know it's her video i could see her doing that when i first thing i saw it so then I'm watching it, and she's doing all these crazy things throughout the video, all these very manly things like models on a boat, acting like Leo, a lot of uh, references to the movie The Wolf of Wall Street with the being on the yacht, uh, throwing money around, uh, um, being in the strip club, uh, doing drugs, doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm watching it. As I, further I keep watching it, I see think, that's not Taylor Swift. That's just some random actor doing it. And I'm like, oh, whatever. I mean, I get the message. I'm like, yeah. But at the very, very end, they um, they show a little kind of few few uh, side by side actually um, still images of Taylor Swift getting makeup done to look like the man and the thing. So the thing I didn't get was is that the man in the video looks like a man. Even with, uh, they actually, she has no breasts or anything in the video. So I was like, how, that's got to be a guy. Maybe they got her head, like they CGI'd her face on top of the the guy's face. No, but they totally transformed her so that physically she would even look like a man. I mean, it's a very thin build of a gentleman, but they, you know, the shirt is just oh, yeah. loose enough yeah. and there was a, a suit jacket, but it was her the entire time. Well, the part that kind of made, made, made weird sense for me was the part where um, she was playing, or sorry, he was playing tennis, and he was doing this part where he's jumping around playing tennis, wearing all white, right? And you do see some, so a big, a bigger chest section on on the um, the man, quote unquote, in in the cleavage area. You do see, you do see kind of like, it's, but it almost looks like. Like a guy that's got a big chest, like he's been working, like me, you know, guys that looks buff. Yeah, like a little bit bulked up, right? right? Like he's been working out, like he's got a, like a buff, you know, bigger chest, right? And but he's kind of scrawny, and his legs looked hairy. If you notice that, because we're in shorts, right? It looked hairy and more manly. They didn't look kind of uh, feminine, and, and that's what kind of made me think maybe they 
just CGI'd the face of of her on another actor. But that would be kind of hard to do, shot for shot, right? Every, all those different shots to do that, all the different action because they're because the character is moving around, flaying their flaying their arms around, complaining about everything, being on the phone, pointing to different things, dancing around, uh, holding champagne glasses in the air, you know, toasting themselves that they're so great. Um, I actually really, really enjoy the video. Yeah, it was a really good video. And so not just the video is blowing up the internet, but all of the symbolism behind it. And so that's what we're going to break down on the show just a little bit today. So the very first thing that I wanted to bring up, because I've been studying this, you all know, you've listened to our podcast long enough to know that I'm huge into gender parity and female equality and leadership. But uh, Taylor released this episode on the anniversary of the 19th Amendment being passed, which is... What is the 19th Amendment? That 19th Amendment was the amendment to the Constitution to give women the right to vote. When did they do that? Was that something recent? I'm just joking. Christopher, like (laughs) that pause, that... I was just like, you're not going to go there. But no, the 19th Amendment was... um, The anniversary was on February 27th, and that was the day that this dropped, which is really funny because not funny haha funny but funny strange because her album has been out for like over seven months oh really yeah well um i mean you know i used to be uh um i'm letting you know and and everybody else out there know that i used to be a massive taylor swift fan uh, but i only liked her very first album okay when she was country oh yeah she was she was country she was like amateur country i thought she looked super cute and um, the very first sig- signal, uh, single single was uh, that song, Tim McGraw. Okay. And if you, remember, if you remember it or not, I actually loved it. I heard it. I found it on a music service that I was subscribed to. to it was one of those, like, it came up in my recommendations mm-hmm. for new music. Kind of the way Apple Music does it now. Right. We have Apple Music. It has, like, a list of recommended artists and new stuff to check out. It came in that on the other service I had. So that's how I found Taylor Swift. And then I started playing it and I, and I got the album, the first album and I really enjoyed it. Cause I, back then I was a huge country like fan. I listened to country like nonstop. So when I saw this new artist, I liked the sound of it and I really enjoyed it. It was very, some of the songs were very sappy, but you know, whatever. So basically what you're telling everyone is you discovered Taylor Swift, right? Pretty much. And <laughs> you're welcome. I, and you're all welcome. You are all welcome. <laughs> and I pretty much said, hey, check this uh, Taylor Swift check out. And then next thing you know, she's blowing up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a Taylor Swift chick I, I remember. And then then she went went kind of a pop vibe. And by then, I'm kind of like, whatever. It's fine. It's great. I'm not downloading her music. But... But what's really interesting, Chris, you bring up a really good point, is that Taylor had this really amazing rise to stardom, and then she went radio silence for a full year, like off the grid, no new music, no new projects, she wasn't touring, and Netflix actually just released a couple of months ago a documentary. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Right. And so I actually watched it, and it documented her journey to creating this new album, and it it gets into the story of her and her reclaiming her identity and how she had become this symbol of really not having her own identity. She was just representing what everybody else thought she should be. And she was actually lacking a lot of self-confidence and self-esteem. Really? I wonder why. Yeah. Just because she was kind of pandering to what the crowds wanted. And then when 
trolls like internet trolls and people like that would come out against her it would be very hurtful to her because she didn't really she wasn't really confident in herself and she says all this on her documentary and so she took a step back from her like active production and touring career and she was in a relationship and really got grounded in who she was and she talks about this person that she was dating helping her to really find herself and that she came back with a voice and not just the voice of everyone else, but the voice of Taylor and what she really stood for. And she started to take positions on things like politics and women's rights. And so the man was one of those anthem songs. I didn't expect that she was going to actually come out with a music video because it had been so long. And then it dropped and it's blowing up the internet and media. Like, I'm going to read for you in just a minute some of the things that the news is saying about it. Oh, really? Wow. So the news, and this is this is how Christine told me about it because she forwarded me a post. Um, what I don't know what website it was, but she forwarded me a post talking about the actual video of the man. Now, it's kind of becoming a big deal, probably, probably more so about the transformation process and her hiding herself as the man in the video, right? Is that kind of the, the, the main focus of these uh, stories? No, it's actually on both sides. So here, the Washington Post says, what Taylor Swift wants you to see in the man, her gender-bending takedown of the patriarchy. What? Right. Oh, is this all because of the Me Too movement? Well, not necessarily that, but it's a big push for women's equality, and especially as we're getting ready to come up in a week on International Women's Day. What day day is that? It's going to be Sunday, March 8th, so next Sunday. Next Uh, Sunday, huh? Yeah. Forbes magazine did an article and said Taylor Swift's The Man is the single and the video lover deserved, but the, the article goes into talking about how Swift is taking a stance on gender equality and how she's really trying to deconstruct some of the stereotypes around women. Okay. Fox News says Taylor Swift's The Man music video leaves fans stunned as the singer transforms into a man. And then Yahoo Entertainment says, see Taylor Swift transform into a man spreading tantrum throwing guy in The Man. What? Yep. No way. Yeah. So a couple of other things. Um, South China came out with a... China? What do yeah, they know about this? They have a trending post. Rolling Stone featured oh, the, the makeup transformation. And they said they applauded her for that. New York Post, BBC News. Um, and then one of the other things that happened is that Taylor also introduced at the end of the video a TikTok fan na- or sorry, a TikTok star named what, what Lauren is, Gray. What is that? What is TikTok? You don't know what TikTok is? No, I have no idea. Oh, gosh, babe. I need to educate you. No, you don't. But okay. just, just tell me. So TikTok is an app that it's really trending with a lot of uh, middle schoolers and high schoolers. And it's a music video app where you can record 60 second music videos. But it has one of the largest groups of followings outside of Instagram, like millions and millions and millions. So it's just for video? It's for video, but people can follow you and you it's like you recreate other people's videos and you do like video battles back and forth. But this gal, Lauren Gray, has like 34 million followers on there. Oh, she must be pop. Is she actually a singer? No, she just dances. So you dance in the video or do you sing in the video? I don't, I'm confused. You dance to music and you just like there's videos. So you just dance in the video. You dance. So, yeah. it's, so it's like a dancing video. It is a dancing video of 60 seconds and like a dance off. Exactly. But in app form. But you, and do you sing? A, do you sing too? Is it karaoke? No. 
you have music playing in the background and you're just dancing and like one person will create a that's dance. That's all it is. That's all the app is. Just yes, dance, dance and it's offs. Like wildfire. I would call it. So I would call it TikTok. I would call it dance off. Nope, it's TikTok. Well, I'm, okay. By the way, I'm gonna make my own app. It's called Dance Off. It's called <laughs> Dance Dance Off Revolution. Screw you, TikTok. That's what it's called. Well, Pat, anyways, patent pending trending. So Taylor brought in Lauren Gray, who has like 34 million followers on TikTok, and um, now that's blowing up the internet because she brought in Dwayne the Rock Johnson. She had Lauren Gray on there. And then she's um, in one of the scenes. The tennis scene is. Oh, the tennis scene is hilarious because he's like trying to play tennis and he's smashing the racket around and he's throwing tennis balls everywhere. And I think he threw the tennis ball at the uh, referee, if it was. Right. Which was her dad. Right. It was her dad. But this is a spin on Serena Williams. Which is a girl. Tantrum. She's a girl, though. Right. And the point of it is that Serena Williams, she just threw her racket. It wasn't even a huge tantrum. She just threw her racket and she had this massive penalty uh, called on her by the ref. And so what it's doing is it's showing a man throwing an even bigger tantrum and like laying down, literally throwing a tantrum and throwing the ball at the ref and the ref still ignoring it, showing how a woman can have a behavior and a man's can be much worse and it's ignored, but the woman is singled out. Really, I didn't pick up on that at all. Right? You know? See, that's the thing with the music video is it's so much deeper than just a four and a half minute video that she's really trying to make a message speaking out of it. Of, you know, speaking of which, I did see another video on there uh, or somewhere I saw something. It said, it said, um, click here for a bunch of Easter eggs. There was another video, I think it was by Entertainment Tonight, and it had a bunch of Easter eggs that you missed. Yes on that video and i did watch some of that but i didn't pick up the deep things you were talking about i they were mentioning in some of the stuff about how it related very similar to the movie the wolf of wall street right it did at the very beginning the whole layout of the man at the window looking over the cityscape and then walking through basically throwing money in the office is supposed to be like leonardo dicaprio but people are talking about how this man she was transformed to is a blend between looking like Leo and her ex-boyfriend, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, I heard uh, Scott Disick is in there, too. Oh, yeah. You know what? He does look like Scott Disick. That's what I keep hearing. That is that is what I hear most. And all the um, comments is what they say. Yeah, that's really funny. And so uh, super interesting, you all. We don't want to belabor this anymore but just to say we would love to have your take on it if you haven't taken a look at taylor swift's new music video the man all you have to do is google it right go on youtube or even google itself and say taylor swift the man video and watch it and i just have to say i personally give it two thumbs up in terms of helping to defeat stereotypes that women face and really calling out gender inequality. So two thumbs up, Taylor. And I give also two painted uh, pressed on nails (laughs) thumbs up. (laughs) And we're going to be right back after this with another hot topic. The Chris and Christine Show is available everywhere on Google Play with Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, YouTube and iHeartRadio. 
Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back. That was fun. And thank you, Christine, for that amazing, amazing article. Not really article, but the video you uh, (laughs) shared to the world. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And you got one more thing for us, I hear? Yes, I do. So, friends, I have been sucked into a wormhole of Netflix over the last couple of weeks, completely fascinated by this new thing called The Love is Blind Experiment. The Love is Blind Experience. Now, is that a show or a movie? It is a. Lim- it was a mini series. It was a show, and it was um, released over a period of three weeks. Is it still available? Can you still watch it? It is still available. It is blowing up the internet because the fin- blowing it up because the finale was just two days ago. Really? Yes. Now, first off, I got to ask. How many episodes was it? And it was on Netflix, right? It was on Netflix. I believe it was a total of ten episodes. That with the tenth being the finale. Okay, ten total. Now, are they doing? Is this the first season of the show? There's only one season, and then they're going to have a reunited, um, like a follow up with the cast that gets released next week. How many people are in this cast? Well, see, that's where it gets a little bit complicated. So the premise behind this story is and chris has not watched this you guys i have not seen a single episode of the show this is all new to me i've not talked with him about it at all so first reaction i'm gonna guess this is some kind of rom-com or something no okay so here's the premise behind it they get this like group of 15 ish men and women wait 15 to 15 like like 15 and 15 okay yeah so there's right around 30 of them total yes they are kept in separate living quarters and then what happens is they have in between the living quarters created these pods that face each other. They call them dating pods. So one on one side is for a man, the other is for a woman, but they're divided with a wall that you cannot see through. Is it like a mirror, like one of those big mirror things? No, it's like this uh, foggy glass, but it's foggy enough that you can't even tell like the silhouette of a person. They just look like a a blob. blob. So you can't tell... Shape, but, but you can height. tell you can tell someone's actually there. You can tell someone's there, and so what happens is that individuals like a guy will walk into the guy side pod and a girl into the girl side pod, and then they have a date. Okay, I get you. So is it like a table on each side, or how's that? There's work? like a couch on each side, and then like a coffee table, and they have like snacks and things, so they can sit there and they can chat and like a blanket, and they can curl up, and so like there's a little fireplace in the corner of each of their rooms. Really, but they can't see each other, and so they have a date, and the whole goal is that you are dating to date to find your mate over the course of ten days. Well, that itself sounds weird, even if you see the person, but, you know. Right, but, but they're dating for 10 days, and they haven't seen each other. It sounds like other. The Bachelor. It sounds just like the show The Bachelor. Except they can't see each other, ever. What? They don't see each other, ever. And here's where the plot thickens. These people, I'm trying not to laugh, fall in love without ever seeing each other, but going on these dates on opposite sides of a wall. I don't know if you call these things date uh, dates. I would call them more like uh, a chit-chat chat. Okay, that's what you would think. Or a phone, you know, yeah, like it's more like a, more like a uh, it's almost like, you know, it reminds me of just now. Mm-hmm. It reminds me if you're in jail or prison and you got like the guy in the cell over to you because you can't see him because your bars both face the same direction, but you can talk because you can hear each other. So you can have a conversation with each other, but you physically can't see each other. Oh, wow. You that's know, deep. Well, but deep see, literally, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> but see, in jail, you still get to go out and like socialize on the yard. Well, I'm just here, saying that, like, like I'm saying, if two cells are literally side by side and they're both facing the same direction, you you're in one cell and I was in another cell. We could talk to each other and physically hear each other, but we could not see each other. Right. But here's where the plot thickens. Oh, there's more to it than that? There is a whole lot more to this story. So at some point within the 10 days, these guys and gals narrow down who their love is. And then at the most opportune moment, the guy, still not seeing the girl on the other side, gets down on his knee and proposes. What? And she accepts sight unseen. Wait a second. (laughs) I can't. First, by the way, are they required to get married at the end of the show? Well, so the the plot thickens. After he proposes, the next day they get to see each other for about 15 minutes. And then they're whisked off. Well, they they get to see each other. After they're engaged. And he actually presents her with the ring. And then they're whisked away to a romantic trip in mexico where they are for three or four days is that where they film the show in mexico they go down no they go down to mexico for three or four days and if they make it through that then the moment that they arrive back to atlanta which is where the bulk of it is filmed they must move in together they must yes they must move in together and they live together for the four weeks leading up to their wedding if they don't do they get does there prize money involved with this nothing no prize money for No, this? and I did some research. The actors and actresses, actresses well, the pe- not the actors and actresses. Oh, so they the are individual- actresses. No, they weren't actually. They're- That's what I was going to say. The individuals that are playing the, the guys and the gals did not get paid to go on the show. They did not get compensated. You know what's funny, though? You say that a lot of people really want to become famous. Right. And they don't give a crap. They, they, they're starting out. They want to become famous. It's that 15 minutes of fame, especially with a lot of reality show TV. Did you know that season one of Survivor had a certain number of contestants that wanted to go do it? Right. And it was very, very new at the time. It was a very new concept going on a strange island for like a month and living on the whatever. And by season two, they had like four times the amount of applicants right. that wanted to do it after it, and then it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, the exception process. So I wonder if this show particularly, if they're going to do the same thing, the first show probably not so much, but then the next show just doubles and triples and all if they do it again. Yeah, I don't know. So it was super interesting to watch the individuals that showed up for the show, but yes, they did not get paid for it. They did have to move in. And then at the end of their four weeks together, living together. Wait, four weeks was it? Four total? weeks. So total four weeks. No, four weeks of living together to plan their wedding. Then they walk down the aisle, meet each other at the altar with all their family and friends there. And only then, if they've made it all the way through, do you wait at the altar and go through the vows to say, I do or I don't. Wait a second. Okay. Now, the part you lost me on a little bit was you mentioned one couple, right? But you said there was 15 to start with. Yeah, there was like 15 couples. And What then, happens with them? They get eliminated? Well, no, no, no. Not everybody found a match. Not everybody found somebody they wanted to get engaged to. And so they left the show. But there were five couples that made it past Mexico all the way down the aisle. And then they had to face each other and decide whether I do or I don't. In Mexico, right? No. Oh, wait, in Vegas maybe? No. Okay, so they were in their pods 
And I don't know, that was filmed in some studio. Then they went to Mexico for three or four days. What did they do in Mexico? Was that like the that fantasy, their, fantasy that, suite? Yeah, basically for three or four <laughs> okay. days. Then they're flown back, all of them, to Atlanta, Georgia. They all lived in the same apartment building in brand new apartments for four weeks. So they had to leave their regular homes and they had to combine homes in this brand new apartment. And then they go to the altar and... Only then, after they've spent this money on these weddings, walking down the aisle, involving their families, thinking they're really going to get married, do they decide, I do or I don't? Two couples said, I do. And then three, the other three couples, one of them said, I don't, and left the other one at the altar. Is that because, now is that the first time they saw them? No, they saw them before earlier. No, they've been living together for four weeks. But they didn't have the guts to break it off earlier. So they bring in all their family, bridesmaids and all that jazz. Who pays for the wedding, by the way? They had to cover the majority of the cost. Netflix is like a billion dollar company. I'm sure they flipped the bill for that. No, I did the research. So there were certain elements that were covered, which I could kind of tell which ones the basic weddings were. But there was this one and it was way more extravagant than the rest of them. And the girl, like she was getting ready and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Today is my wedding day. I feel the jitters. I feel like a princess. I can see myself spending the rest of my life with this guy. She walks down the aisle, yeah, stands in front of him and they're going through everything. They ask him first and he says, I do. They ask her, she pauses, but she starts off like they start off the ceremony. She's like, I love you so much. Um, you're the man of my dreams. Did blah, they have blah, vows? Blah. They read vows to each other? Well, this was, they did their vows first and then they ask him, do you? And he says, I do. They ask her, do you? And then she says, I don't. And thank you for respecting my beliefs and beliefs. my reasons. And wait, then she wait. walks back down the aisle and leaves him. Did she like take, take the bouquet of flowers and just like, toss it over her head as she walks or a mic drops just hangs it like mic drop right in front of him like i'm out of here no, peace so that, out that's what's funny about this chick because i was kind of cluing in on it at the beginning out of everybody she's the only girl that didn't have a bouquet in her hand when she walked down the aisle oh and so i thought she wanted her hands free huh. i just thought it was kind of weird oh, yeah. Yeah. and she didn't invite her parents but then she was oh, like really? all like i'm excited to marry him she's 34 the guy was 24 Oh, well, she's older. Now, um, I have a question. Yeah. Are all the ages kind of all mismatched or whatever? Not really. Do they know how old the other person is they're talking to? Uh, Yeah, they ask them that during their pod dates. So on the pod date, you can now... Is there rules and things you can talk about on the pod dates, like what you look like? They didn't. None of them talked about what they looked like. You couldn't ask that? um, None of that was shown, but they all said they had no idea what the other person looked like. And there was one one relationship. I bet you they weren't allowed to do that. I bet you it was the rule. You could not ask. You could talk to them what you want, but you cannot have questions about um, height and all that stuff right now one of the couples um it was really interesting because they didn't even talk about race and she had no idea and it was a caucasian man african-american woman and so she came out and she was like the night before very nervous she's like i've fallen in love with this guy but i'm also like huge into the rights of african-americans and what's that got to do with anything but she said what happens if he's caucasian what is my family gonna say but what ended up happening 
they were the strongest couple through everything. I was crying when they ended up saying, I do. It was so beautiful. What, how was their vows? Was it really sweet? So sweet. And he was so completely in love with her. And they like couple goals, seriously, relationship goals. And he's a a scientist and she's a um, an owner of her own creative branding agency. I actually reached out to her to see if she'd give us a quote for the show. She hasn't gotten back to us yet. Oh, really? So shout out Lauren and Cameron. She's probably, shout out by the way, she's probably getting a bunch of hits right now. She's probably, after the show just dropped a couple days ago, like yeah. you said, she's probably getting a bu- bunch of like media requests to come on this show or that show. She's probably booked for another month. Yeah, because they were one of the only two couples that stuck together, but everybody was rooting for them because they were just so genuine and sweet. And it reminded me of the very first couple that came out of the bachelorette. I think it was Trista and Ryan. Oh, are they still together? Yeah, and they have a bunch of kids. Wow. So I think that this is Wait, like that Tr- couple. Trista was the one that was the Bachelorette season. Right. It wasn't the Bachelor season. Right. And now, like, I don't really watch The Bachelor. I used to. I flip it on once in a while, you know. But it's not like a major thing that I have to watch it. Right. Um, I, I'm so, so busy these days that I really have to, like narrow down the shows i can really commit to right i used to love survivor i never missed an episode but i got it it just got backed up and backed up i think i have an entire season of survivor (laughs) from uh, two seasons probably that i haven't even gotten to on the dvr i think the dvr i don't know if it does this but i think it just stopped it recording it because i had never watched an episode in so long and i loved the very first season of survivor so much that i bought a t-shirt that said don't vote me off (laughs) it was a survivor actually it was a gift i think but it said don't vote me off on the back of it (laughs) and people were like what's that for the show survivor it just came out it was brand new that's funny but you would love this show chris because some parts of it are just so ridiculous but you know i have this question for you like do you truly believe that love is blind well i think in a show like this i think um you know i actually do now i think about it because back in the day i'm gonna date myself a little bit (laughs) there was something um called chat rooms and computer chat rooms where you mm-hmm. would talk to strangers across the country, anywhere. You would strike up a conversation, um, sometimes local, sometimes anywhere in the world or the country. And you would talk to these women or girls, or if, if they were, were women, I don't even know. No proof. Back then, this is before pictures were quick and instant. Right. You would have to explain to somebody what you looked like, and they'd have to explain to you what they looked like. And based on just what they said, you kind of had to put paint a picture in your mind of what they looked like, and you'd have these in-depth conversations with them. And you, uh, I must admit, yes, you would fall in love a little bit because it was the infatuation of talking to somebody and getting to know somebody based without actually being in the same room. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That my sister, one of my sisters actually met her husband in a chat room and then they talked oh, on wow. the phone. But she, you know, I think she got a photo of him maybe by email, but she didn't really see him until after they'd been talking for a little bit. And I remember her being so nervous to go meet him. Oh, and I like would be too. I'm going to put yeah. all kinds of protections in place. Like she was going to meet a female friend of his first. And like my parents were super careful. Especially, about that. was it far? It was a long distance? Yeah, it was to Iowa. See, that's the but thing. She was in in Bakersfield. So that makes it even worse, I think, when you have to travel that far to see the person for the first time. Yep. Because there's 
so much anticipation and right. so much buildup and so much anxiety of meeting for the first time. And then you've already had these long, deep conversations right. with that person. You feel like you already know them. But when you go meet them, it's almost like you're meeting a new person. But right. it, 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 there's, there's that pause of awkwardness a little bit because I've gone through it myself. And... Um, and that's exactly what happened in this show in the pods is that they said that like once they came out of the pods, everything was so different that not physically that, I mean, of course, having the physical person in front of you, but once you saw them in the flesh, like insecurities start to surface, people start to self-sabotage themselves and fall into their old habits and behaviors. And so it's oh, exactly totally. what you're saying. Right, right. Well, I guess I would have been great for this show. I would have you know, been on it, I guess, back in the day. <laughs> You know, back in my younger days, you know what I'm saying? But, um, well, I mean, like, if you'd like, we could like have a date outside of like, okay, the other okay, side. okay, okay. So, right now, Christine, I want you to go outside this room here, go outside, close the doors, yes, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna totally oh. pretend we've never seen each other. Love is blind, experiment. and I'm not, and I'm not going to uh, use my phone or nothing, or we can't, we can't FaceTime or chit chat or anything like that. Um, just like we did yesterday, remember yesterday, we were playing around with these, this audio equipment. Um, yesterday, Christine was in the other bedroom with <laughs> with her, her MacBook computer and a microphone and a setup. I was in here with everything set up, and we were um, trying out some new equipment. Right. And um, I think we got it dialed in. It's going to sound phenomenal. But it was really funny trying to like communicate without video and... Yeah, I think it's just the whole concept of it. But I did was have to run back. We did break yeah. the wall down. We had to run. Yep. I had to run back and forth to her room <laughs> and tell her what I want her to do. And she had to run back in here. We had to run back, and so she ran back in here to like hear it on the headphones and see what it sounded like because because you could I couldn't play it both back after I saved it on hers. So, um, but uh, I think it was great, and I think we did a really good job working on it yesterday, and we're working on some new tricks up our sleeves for you guys right and so all that to say about the love is blind experiment that it was a super interesting show to watch chris i've been slightly obsessed with it um i'm not gonna lie there was a couple of episodes where i fast forwarded through things just a little bit because i really wanted to see the weddings and i was so irritated because it came out at 3 a.m uh, two days ago, it was the day I had to travel to Sacramento. That would have been perfect. You could have put those on your phone or your iPad, right? I know, but I didn't. I couldn't stream it while I was on. No, but can you? Um, I think Netflix has an uh, has a thing where you can download shows. Now to- I know. <laughs> directly but to I your didn't. Device. I had to wait till that night, and then I was like sitting at the table trying to. I was like trying to create user accounts for my presentation the next day, and I had <laughs> Love Is Blind playing on my phone, sitting next to my my uh, computer, and I. Was I was like, oh, like starting to cry. I was like, say yes, Lauren, say yes, say yes, say yes, say I do. And I was like, then I was like dancing as soon as Lauren oh, wow. and Cameron said yes. I was like, oh my gosh, because it's like everybody wants to believe that true love conquers all. And everybody wants to believe that love isn't this superficial thing that so many people have played it off to be with this social media savvy world. And so it was... The true love story, Lauren and Cameron's, was my favorite because I felt like it withstood Which one are they the look? test of time. They, after we uh, wrap the show up, I want you to show me a picture of what this... Uh, what's their names? Lauren and Cameron? Lauren and Cameron. Okay, I want to mm-hmm. see a picture of these people. And then... Um, yeah, there gonna... was one other couple that got married, but I... 
But they're your favorites. I wish them all the best. Okay. But I just, I wasn't a big fan of that partnership from the beginning. I wish them all the best. No, not trying to speak ill of them. But the other three, I kind of, the writing was on the wall and I was why, like. Why do you say that? So actually Carrie and Kenny, this one other couple, I thought for sure that they would have gotten married. They were so sweet and very like moving slow and very intentional about not getting too physical. Wait, how do they pick each other? No, I don't know if you said this or not, but at the very, very beginning of the show, do they get matched up by the producers or what? No, they keep go, they go through all the different rooms and they meet all the different people. So they have all these mini dates in the pods and then they find somebody. Is that, that random? Kind of is that a with. random selection? Like randomly? From the 15, they meet all 15 and they take notes and then they oh. star who they like and they go back to them and they narrow it down, oh. narrow it down, narrow it down. Oh. So it's like having it's like speed dating without seeing somebody. Yeah, I've never done speed dating. I have no idea what that's like. I've heard of it. I've never done it. Yeah. So they just date 15 different people, find out who they like, keep dating and narrowing it down. Oh, I'm sorry. I correct myself. I actually did do speed dating. I did uh, match.com. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it says with us. basically the same thing. <laughs> but it's a good it's a good show it's interesting there's a little bit of drama but not so much so that it's super super crazy and so if you haven't heard of it friends check out love is blind and the love is blind experiment on netflix and if you're like me you could just fast forward through the middle episodes watch the first two and then the last one and have some fun oh that is what i would call fantastic <laughs> especially coming after valentine's day by the way yeah definitely and so it's been a great show for us this week we're really excited to be back on track and we're going to be back at you next week with another fantastic episode right chris that is awesome that is fantastic and you're welcome you're all welcome and you're welcome christine and everybody in the world is welcome and thank you guys so much and don't for forget to subscribe and follow because for our subscribers we've been sending out some fun little tidbits that we're not going to reveal what they are but if you want to get in on the fun then you must subscribe and follow yes be a subscriber and support the fun because we bring you the best fun we can. All right, baby. That was fun, wasn't it? That was super fun. We'll see you all next week. All right. See you guys. Remember this week that life is too short to wake up in the morning with regret. So love the people who treat you right. Forget about the ones who don't and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said that it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Chris. And I'm Christine. And until next week, keep moving forward. <laughs>